0: Free Talk Live, it's your show and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial the toll-free number 800-259-9231. That's the Cycle CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And we will talk to you about whatever you want. That's the point of the program. Tonight it's Ian with you and Mark. All right, join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Features including things like the archives, bulletin board system, and more. See it all for free. All right, so uh, we'll start things out here tonight by talking about things interesting to us because no one's on the lines, and that's how the show works. Let's go with the big, big activism from over the weekend here in Keene, New Hampshire. This weekend, the Liberty Movement died. Well, that's what happened if you believe the critics of the topless outreach event, or topless equality event, that occurred on Sunday afternoon. And it was a very short notice kind of an event, and so it's pretty great that as many people showed up for it as they did. Now, if you've been listening to the show in the past, you know that uh, Free Talk Live's hosts, myself and Mark, are both Free State Project participants. We moved here as uh, back in 2006 as uh, moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, a movement designed to get thousands of like-minded, liberty-oriented people all together in the same place so they can get active for liberty. And there are various different ways that's happening. There are people doing the political system. There are people um, who are doing civil disobedience, creating media. There's all kinds of different things. But one of the things that uh, is true about Free State Project members is they're not like-minded 100% of the way. They're like-minded only in that they believe in more freedom. They believe that the maximum role of government should be the protection of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that's about it. Some of them are, you know, very, very devout religious people. Some of them not so much. Some of them are, you know, have, have differing belief systems on a number of different issues. And so there are a few of them out there that are very upset at the some of the styles of activism that have been going on. Some of the more outside the system approaches civil disobedience that has happened. Uh, people have been upset in the past about things like gambling, uh, things like marijuana protests. But what has made some of the uh, critics the most upset was what it, at one point before yesterday it was just a planned protest. It wasn't even necessarily going to happen, but it did end, end up happening yesterday. Just the discussion of the possibility of a woman taking her shirt off in public, in a public place, was enough to at, at least scare one person out of the movement. And as far as I'm concerned, I think that there's there's something to be said for that. Like, okay, well, if you're going to use your excuse to leave the liberty movement here in New Hampshire um, because somebody took off their T-shirt, I don't know how effective you would have been when the state decided to target you. But nonetheless, it happened yesterday... And so there were the, these critics that were saying, "Oh, if this happens, the liberty movement will die." And not or not in as as many words, but I'm just basically paraphrasing. It did happen, and then a few hours later, we had record turnout at the Social Sundays event, which is a weekly gathering that we have here in the Keene, New Hampshire area. So early indications show that if the liberty movement has died, the new liberty movement that has come on to uh, come along to replace it is alive and well. Well, I don't know that you could <laughs>
1: correlate either one of those activities that in, you know, have anything to do with each other. I didn't think that a topless protest was going to have anything to do with killing the liberty movement. Certainly. No, you
0: didn't. I wasn't I, talking about I, you. I,
1: I, right, and I didn't. I know. And I'm just uh, – I, I can see why some people would like some uh, protests better than others. That makes perfectly good sense. You and I have agreed that uh, smearing yourself with uh, uh, dog poo and walking around with buttless chaps would probably not do a lot for liberty. However, somebody out there wants the freedom to do just that. Um so I mean I understand wh- where it is that people are coming from when they when they don't like a particular uh, bit of activism I think that uh, you know, it, it, much ado about nothing is what I was seeing. And, and it, and it you know, from what I'm seeing here, what I heard about the uh, the uh, topless protest, it was much ado about nothing. I mean, there wasn't uh, – didn't a lot – didn't a, a whole lot occur.
0: Well, the police – there did actually uh, uh, some interesting things happen. Okay. Uh, the police decided to create a scene by showing up after we'd walked around – for about ten minutes in downtown Keene. and well, I not you set, set the stage a little yes, better? I, like. s- I say we because it was not just a lady with her shirt off. It was a lady and probably a handful, maybe three um, male gentlemen, including myself, who were also walking without shirts. So we gathered around noon, and uh, what had happened was a, a message had gone out to the Pork 411 system, which is a system that allows activists to leave a phone message and then have it distributed almost instantly to uh, hundreds of email addresses of people around New Hampshire and around the country to kind of let them know what's going on. And so this message comes out at like, I don't know, 1130 in the morning saying they're heading down to uh, this local cafe and they're going to start walking around downtown Keene with their shirts off in about 15 minutes. So we're talking about 15 minutes notice. I ran up, took a shower, headed out Uh, managed to get there just a few minutes late. Luckily, they were still kind of debating whether or not they were going to do it at that point because apparently one of the ladies had thought it was just going to be a real low-key thing where she was just going to be downtown taking her top off. Her boyfriend decided to announce it via Pork 411. People started showing up. He apparently also called the news media without (laughs) informing her. Okay. And uh, so the, the newspaper photographer was there expecting to get a photo of what was to occur. And so there was much hesitation on the part of the ladies. And, of course, if you don't have the ladies, you don't have a topless uh, protest. That much is or true. Or a topless event. And so after some persuading and some patience, uh, one of the two ladies did decide to go ahead with the event. And we proceeded downtown uh, walking. Unfortunately, by that time, the uh, the news news photographer had left. But there were still a handful of liberty activists there backing her uh, backing her up. And most all of us were walking downtown with no shirts on. So that proceeded on for about 10 or 15 minutes, walked down one side, up the other side and then a police officer decided to pull up into one of the two lanes of the road, block off the traffic, as they so love to do. I'm sure they do that where you live. And he gets out of his car and he beckons us over in his direction. And I of course asked the question, well, what obligation do we have to uh, to follow your your commands? And he didn't really have much of an explanation for that, but it it seemed like uh, Cassidy, the young lady, wanted to go over there and and engage him in in the discussion. So I I followed her uh, over there. We we went that direction. Other people came over, uh, and we all had a, a nice little chat with the officer who was basically saying that you guys, you can leave your shirts off, but you, because you're a female, you need to leave your shirt on.
1: I can tell you that, that I think is the good thing about the uh, you know having the guys there is basically he has to differentiate because of gender. Yes, and he did on camera um, as to whether or not the, the, the girl can keep hers on. I mean, I can't I, I can't say that I think that this is the most important issue for liberty worldwide. I'm sure somebody does. But um, you know, I also think that it is it is a clear uh, form of sexism, uh, ensconced and uh, institutionalized in law.
0: Absolutely, so this guy was basically saying what we expected was put your shirt on or I'm going to have to arrest you." and of course he also claimed to have received uh, a few complaints from passersby, people that had uh, been driving down. Really the there were or...
1: complaints from people driving by.
0: apparently uh, maybe they were walking, but uh, were they did...
1: complaints about the girl being topless?:
0: Yes, apparently so. that's the claim. okay and, and, and so... the
1: girl was in a group of how many
0: people? at that well at the beginning of this is interesting at the beginning of the conversation maybe four or five total but by the time she ended up getting arrested which was several minutes later the group had about tripled in size people had showed up that were also activists in the area that had gotten the message and you know had had done their best to get there as quickly as they could they had show, found us and showed up and there were some just regular Keniacs, just some people that lived in the area who were walking by, who stopped to uh, to watch what was going on. And they were pretty upset about what the cops were doing. So we actually had one lady, we had no idea who she was, met her for the first time uh, that day, who came up and uh, was uh, completely on Cassidy's side and was really kind of giving the, the police uh, a she bit of a hard time. She was flabbergasted
1: by this, uh, this, this portrayal and said that she would never come over to the side of Liberty as a result.
0: Uh, no, no, no. no not, it was the opposite no, she, of that. She was fully okay. in favor of a uh, woman's right to be without her top. But clearly there are a handful of people who are prudes and who decided, as we know there are, who decided to call the police and the cops claim that uh, once that happens, they have to act. And of course we ask the question, well, why can't we call you and tell you to go away? Because here is a whole group, big group of people that is uh, not interested in your services, officer. Of course, he didn't go away. More on the way. You take control of the airwaves. We'll tell you the rest of the story in moments. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We have archives. There's a lot of them. Uh, In fact, they go back an entire year right there on the front page of the website, freetalklive.com.
1: SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early outbilling, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows that the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call, and they have the the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com. SACL CAI.
0: All right, so I'm going to wrap up this story here about the topless event that went on this uh, – not this morning, but yesterday afternoon uh, in Keene, New Hampshire. One lady was all it was, and boy, would things have been different had there been five. But one lady was walking downtown Keene uh, with her shirt off. She was followed by uh, – she was with a group of uh, four or five guys that also had their shirts off because it's a lot easier to find guys to take their shirts off than, than females. But uh, the police decided to stop us and decided to demand that, because she's a woman, she has to put her shirt back on. And, in fact, the cop was uh, was saying things on video camera. And you can see video footage of this before it gets taken down from YouTube, as one of them already has, at Freekeen.com. Why did it get taken down? Well, that's a whole other issue. Okay. Hang on. Uh, so the cop is demanding that she put this uh, shirt back on. We're asked, just peppering him with questions. He's trying to answer them, and...
1: It's got to be great to be a police officer in Keene, New
0: Hampshire. The other cop that he he then calls for backup, by the way, and his excuse is Naked guys? No, his excuse is that people have guns. Even though he's not in any danger whatsoever from these people with guns. I think that uh, he just wanted to bring his buddies in so they could look at some naked breasts. But, hey... They got those black sunglasses on, you know. Who knows where they were looking that whole time. But he demanded that she put her shirt back on. She refused to do so. Uh, There was quite a scene. The cops caused quite a scene. They parked three cruisers. They brought three cops out. I asked one of the cops, how many police are there on duty right now, Sunday afternoon in Keene, New Hampshire? He said four or five. So... You want to rob a bank or something like that? Just have a girl take her shirt off downtown. She'll, you know, she'll distract a good eighty percent of the police force.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I think that you would. Uh, you're, you're probably getting yourself in bigger trouble because then you would have somebody who knows what you're doing. Attracting the attention of the police, and then, well, you know, they're going to have her name and all that other stuff, so they're going to ask her questions. I, I'm not sure yeah. that's exactly the right way to go about Still it. Still, though, but it's no, it, 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 I, they're I not out
0: investigating real crime. You might incorporate it into your your plan, I suppose. So, uh, so they, so she was arrested. Uh, she original intent, or her original intent was to not cooperate, not answer questions. She did decide to answer their questions because she decided she didn't want to go to jail uh, that particular day. But there is a court case uh, that has been scheduled an arraignment is scheduled for uh, for early september and i'm sure her supporters will be coming out for that and i will be there as well because it's an outrage uh, women should be able to be as equal as men women should be as free as men and this, i is think a, they
1: made a big deal out of nothing um here the police
0: you mean yeah yeah this
1: is absolutely it's but silly. people were offended mark I, I, I don't even know how this her, could be. See, how how are you necessarily going to notice uh, a girl walking around in a, a large group of men with their shirts off like everybody had their shirt off? How are you going to necessarily just zoom in on the girl that was even there? I it's don't even know. the boobies,
0: know. Mark. The boobies have uh, magical ability to force people to zoom up upon them.
1: I don't even know that these police officers necessarily got a complaint, but they may have. I just don't well, know. Well, if I they did it, get a
0: complaint, that can be found out at trial. Just like I found out with the woman so, that uh, complained so, about my couch. So in the we yard. can
1: draw the people that uh, complained up on stand and ask them about their um, offense. Uh, you know how, it, how they were offended. It may be a possibility. I don't see why not. I mean, you, yeah. in, in this country, do you do get to uh, face your accuser, right?
0: I didn't know anything about discovery or anything like that when I went through the the case, my case with the couch. So that might be something to where you could have you could ask that information before the trial and and bring that and bring that person in certainly. So whether she'll go in that direction, I'm not sure. I, I feel like she has the intent to really go at this in trial and not just not just take it lying down, so to speak. So uh, it was a very interesting day, and the police decided to create a big scene by, again, parking all in the road and uh, getting in the way of traffic. And, of course, all kinds of people were there by the time that, that she ended up getting arrested. So everybody went out to the police station. Uh, we were there when she, she came out, and then I had to go and, and do and get some work done. But it was, a great, it was a great event, and, of course, it's being crit- criticized, as uh, we expected that it would. I would love to hear your thoughts at 800-259-9231. I love this post over on the, uh, the Ron Paul forums, where, as you might expect, there would be a, a handful of prudish conservatives hanging out. And, indeed, there are. One guy says, I didn't know nudity laws were our biggest threat. Seems like they would have made better use of their time by canvassing a neighborhood about the Federal Reserve System.
1: I can well, understand, like I, I think that there probably were things that were that I would consider better, and and I, th- I consider the Federal Reserve to be one of the biggest issues that we're facing here, as far as liberty goes. But I also understand that if I want liberty for myself, I have to advocate for liberty for other people, and it seems like people want to see. Um, I I think that. I think that the, the idea of feminism and uh, you know, sexual discrimination, I think people place far too much emphasis on it in our society currently today. However, I know that some people place far too much emphasis on it. It's important to them. Okay? Absolutely. So, okay, if that's, if that's what's important to you, I support you Go running around with your shirt off. Fine. Let's,
0: let's uh, go to your phone calls here and talk to Dave in Las Vegas. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave.
1: Hey, what's going on?
0: Dave, what's on your mind tonight?
2: Hey, um I just uh just called in, just picked up and caught the tail end of what you guys are talking about. Um so I'm assuming you're talking about the topless protest. Yes, sir. Yeah, I saw that video. Um uh I watched it this morning actually on Free um Great video. Um Thanks. I I I I I understand why there was no nipplage in it, but uh the thirteen year old in me was hoping to uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is the first thing you want to see when you talk about a topless protest. Well, yes. really? What what are we going to see? Right.
0: If you're expecting uh, pandering from the video at Free Keen, at this point, uh, the uncensored videos are not available. This one was shot specifically for YouTube. And even despite the fact that I made co- a concerted effort to not show breasts, there are a couple of slips just because it's a live event, right? I've got my BlackBerry phone out, and I'm shooting this uh, this event Obviously, there's going to be some slips, but maybe in a six-minute video, there's one or two brief, like, Janet Jackson quickness uh, flashings of breasts, and they pulled one of my videos down, man. It's not the highlighted one, so the one that you see on the post at freekeen.com, that one has not yet been pulled and of course now Dave Ridley from ridleyreport.com has also used my footage to put a report out which has already gotten a, a few hundred views today and and his video that he t- took out also includes one of the uh, the nip slips so I hope Dave's video doesn't get take uh, taken down as well but if you're expecting to to see this video and be titillated uh you're not going to you're not going to to see that though I'm sure there are a few guys You might be
1: titillated however you're not going to get to see in fact the the
0: a, a lots of boobs yeah. Right.
3: Yeah,
2: and that that that, that I, I like that and that wasn't my desire. I was really more interested in seeing the way that you know what the, how the cops reacted and what I was, just loved how oh, I just I, loved how when um you know the cop was uh citing the you know, quoting the law, everybody just laughed
0: at him. Yeah, that's right. The whole crowd just laughs at the cop at, at least one point in the video. Hang on, I'll bring you back uh, for further observations and uh, your opinions, and yours are welcome as well at 800-259-9231. Again, you can see the video from this at Freekeen.com of a young lady being arrested for trying to be equal to her male counterparts.
4: Across the sands of time, from the lands of Abraham to the lands of Julius Caesar, the metals of the earth were forged into the coin of the realm.
5: Now you can own a piece of history with affordable ancient coins from the Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine eras. Guaranteed authentic by Janus Numismatics. Transport yourself to the distant past at ZeusCoin.com. That's Z-U-S-Coin.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the sickle, CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231, and tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And we're inviting you to our website. You can enjoy all the features there completely free. And if you uh, enjoy this program, there are ways you can help support Free Talk Live. One of those ways is by shopping with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Just enter Amazon through that link. Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase when you start your shopping at amazon.freetalklive.com. Now, what if you found out that the best liberty activists from around the world were moving to the same place in order to achieve liberty in their lifetimes? Would you want to join them? It's happening, and you can be a part of it. Join the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. That is, if you can stand possibly being in, the, in some level of remote association with a woman who's willing to take her shirt off for, uh, for equality between men and women, because that's what happened yesterday here in Keene, New Hampshire, and already uh, the some of the fallout is occurring. People are saying things on the um, the Ron Paul forums, for instance, like, this kind of thing is why I would never in a bazillion years either move to or encourage people to move to New Hampshire for the free state, in quotes project. Exactly. This kind of stunt makes a mockery of the liberty movement. The same <laughs> as though person. the liberty
1: movement isn't a mockery at this point. <laughs> Please. What? I mean, when Michael Medved talks about the Libertarian Party, you know, <laughs> he makes clown noises. The liberty movement is a mockery. The... I'm sorry. It is an entirely unsuccessful movement. Look at, look at where uh, the United States was as far as liberty and liberty thinking. Um, at the time of the Revolutionary War. Look at where it is now. Tell me it's not laughably miserable, comparatively.
0: Let's go back to Dave in Las Vegas. Dave, you're back on Free Talk Live, giving your impressions of what you saw from a distance. You saw the video footage of the event happening yesterday, uh, freekeen.com is where people can go. Actually, you'll see footage of two really great civil disobedience activists events that happened within the last week. If you go to freekeen.com right now, uh, right at the top is Big Mike's open marijuana possession inside the Manchester police station. A much higher quality video of that has been posted, and then right below him is the uh, the live un- uncut raw video from the topless event yesterday so you can see both of those right now but your thoughts continue
2: uh yeah so i thought uh when everybody laughed at the cop quoting his uh law,
5: no,
2: um it, it, that i thought that was priceless i thought she handled herself really well i thought it was very courageous of her to do that and um and and i loved it when um ian you were like yeah well we don't want you here um you know
3: go away <laughs>
2: Right. And, uh, well, yeah. If it, one,
0: my, the logic there is, if one person or a handful—they said only a few people called to complain. Uh, if one person or a few people can call to complain, then shouldn't we be able to outvote those complaints? We had twenty people there that were all willing to say, "Get out of here, cops! We don't want you." In fact, there was a real, there was a real funny uh, m- moment of levity in the video where. Uh, Everybody kind of – some of the people start raising their hands in agreement with the idea that the cops should go away. And I said, even the anarchists are voting because at least one or two people that consider themselves anarchists had their hands up in the air to vote for the cop to go away. Of course, none of that persuaded them to leave us alone. They were
1: perpetuating the system.
2: (laughs) Yeah. I thought it was was brilliant on everyone's part. I thought everybody handled it really well. was kinda of hoping there'd be more females partaking of it. Yes, I agree. For the boob- not for the boobage factor, but just because it's harder when it's just one. If there were like eight or nine of them, then the oh. cops would have had to deal with eight or nine women.
0: They would um, not have know, been able to handle that. They I don't know how they would have I don't know what they would have done with five. I mean, because if all five if five women are topless and you've got three cops well all five women would have to be pretty docile. In fact, I think what should have happened in the very beginning and I I am to some extent responsible for this because I followed her uh when she when she went over there but it seemed like that was the way things were going to go. But I think it would have been more interesting to just keep walking when the cop was beckoning. Like just keep walking, you know, he's just a cop uh, on the ground. Uh, if he wants to come up to you, he'll come up and follow you. So, I mean, it would have been interesting to just, if you get a group of women, if the cops demand they come over to them, just have them ignore the cops. Because if a cop is approaching you on the street and you aren't driving, then you don't have any obligation to, to say word one to them. Uh, but that doesn't mean they can't stop you if, if they want to. They, they could very well will.
1: tase the crap out of you. I don't know that this the, is the greatest thing. cops idea don't in the
0: have world. tasers, uh, but yes, Mark, you're right. You never <laughs> I mean, know what you, they'll do.
1: You want to see the story about the 16 year old shot in the back in L.A.? I got it right oh, here. Oh, no, I
0: understand. You never know what they're going to do. There's no doubt about that. But having five women with their shirts off would give an entirely different dynamic to this situation. And I I think you're right, and I think that uh, people are paying attention, and that's coming. I'm not sure when it's going to happen. It may not be till uh, next year. Who knows? Maybe it'll be in a few weeks. Uh, because there is a Freedom Fest event coming up here in in Keene. This or is Free the Keene Fest.
1: This is where the, uh, the 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 statist sorts really make their mistake. If they would have left this alone, then there likely wouldn't maybe one, probably not two, certainly not three follow ups. What they have guaranteed here is that there are going to be more and more women taking their tops off in Keene, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. marching up and down the street.
0: Yeah, They have much. guaranteed that it's going to happen again. It may even happen in kind of a more creative fashion as well. When I told Julia about what had occurred, she kind of opined about the idea of going down the street with um, pasties over her nipples. So, like pasties that are kind of colored like areola, so reddish colored pasties. <laughs> so, is it the issue of the nipples? Is that what uh, can? Is that the only thing that can offend people, or is it that the, there's too much of her breasts that would be showing the actual, you know, skin regular skin portion of the breasts? Uh well, I guess we'd find out in in that particular case, and so maybe we'd have a variety of uh, of different types of topless going happening, and I think it'd be great, and 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 of course, the ladies will always have the out of putting their shirt on and avoiding arrest. If they want to go, if they if they want to go all the yeah, way,
1: it's, it's nice and fast. You can,
0: you're taking it's taken care of. Right. So if you, if you want to go all the way, the cops will arrest you, and you can go all the way to jail, uh, or you can put your shirt on. But I I don't think that most people that are going to engage in civil disobedience like that are going to put their shirts back on when asked to, because it's not it's not the point uh, of the pro, of the protest. So any other thoughts for us tonight, Dave?
2: Well. Uh... I was wondering, like, what would happen if you you got a bunch of women and then a bunch of dudes with man boobs and you had the dudes shave their chest so, it you know, they're obviously not hairy and then somehow hid the fact that you'd, like, have them wear, like, a mask or something so you can't tell which one's the girl and which one's the guy and just have them stand up. So it's like you can't tell if it's a dude with man boobs or a female
0: well, I'm sure you know most I mean? of the just, dudes you'll be able to tell that they have man boobs, but I see where you're coming from, and it's an interesting you know it, twist. Yeah. It's an interesting yeah, but,
2: twist. Yeah, and I also like when she was putting her shirt on, she was facing the street. You know, I don't know if that was intentional or not, but – uh um, you know, she's facing the street where all the traffic's going by. oh, yeah, the traffic really
0: liked it, by the way. And, and uh, thank you for the call tonight, Dave. I appreciate it. At least some of the traffic. Uh, there was one guy this, on a this, bike. Uh,
1: this very, this very complicated. Uh, you know, shaving the guy's chests and having everybody wear <laughs> masks. Will the real. Fat booby, please stand up. It, very funny.
0: There was one guy in a little motorbike that passed by. <laughs> he almost wrecked. And, uh, well, he actually came by a second time a few minutes <laughs> later and honked his horn. <laughs> so he enjoyed it so much he came around again. Uh, so clearly there were a lot of people that were out there that were in favor of this, but the cops didn't care because one person decided to be offended. Oh, and the cop, of course, put the onus of uh, offense on Cassidy as though it's her fault. That somebody decided to feel offended. No, no. No. You are in control of your emotions. If you get upset at something I say on this radio show, or you get upset at seeing some naked breasts in public, or you get upset at whatever it is you get upset at, you have no one to, to blame but yourself. I'm not saying that the action that you're getting upset about might not be outrageous. Maybe it is. Maybe it's completely outrageous and you're completely justified at being upset or angry or however it is you're feeling. But you need to take responsibility for yourself. Now, of course, you can always point out that uh, if all property was privately owned, then perhaps such public thoroughfares would have restrictions on them. Perhaps not. Who knows how it would all end up shaking out. This is really a tragedy of the commons, in a way. It is, but it's also a great example of how women are definitely not considered equal to men. And it's outrageous that this continues, that, that a woman can be thrown in a cage for bearing her chest in 2009. 800 259 9231. On the good side, there are a handful of comments on the uh, YouTube videos saying things like that uh, they're sold on moving to Keene. So, for all those people that are never coming to New Hampshire, we got people who are. They were talking about anyway. This is Free Talk Live. Ring up whatever you want by dialing toll free. 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. It is Ian here with you. Ed Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. So we're talking about the topless event here uh, that occurred yesterday in Keene, New Hampshire, and much to the chagrin of a handful of prudes or people that are the defenders of prudes, because it's important to point out that there are many people that don't consider themselves prudes that are very upset about this topless uh, event because some prudes will be upset about it. Because there are people out there that I guess thought that everybody was a okay with what was going on with this movement up until this point. This is a, a very vast movement, this New Hampshire liberty movement that we talk about so often on this program. And there's a lot of different types of activism. People have been doing things that prudes I think would disagree with, like gambling in public. That's actually gone on a few times now. Uh, we didn't see them get their panties in quite a bunch over that particular event, but I'm sure that you know the the same types of people that don't appreciate a woman walking down the street without her top on would also be upset about somebody playing some poker for money.
1: Well, you know, I I understand where um, the, some people are coming from on this. I don't consider this to be the most important issue, and I think but that everyone some, has
0: different considerations. Right, and on I think
1: it. that some people uh, you know place, place far too much emphasis on. Feminism and the equality between the sexes. I get that. I've, I concur with that. However, I'm of the opinion that different people have different values and they care about different stuff. And uh, you know, so and that's what
0: makes this movement great is because it's decentralized, and all of those people that have different interests right. can come here to New Hampshire and can work with other people that agree with them on those interests well, to achieve what they're looking
1: for. And it's uh, you hear the people talking about. I there was some we read somebody. I would never recommend that anybody go to the Free State Project. Because those people are loony well first off um, they 're not looking at the whole picture. The fact is that if you just go a few miles east over the Pacmanadnock range there you 're going to the rest of the state where they uh, all the people for the Free State Project are doing political type stuff by, by the, you know and the, the outside the system stuff they're doing is by and large very docile. You can have but they your... can't
0: escape their collectivist mentality. They they uh, they insist on grouping everybody in together. You're right, Mark. That there's a lot of political uh, respectable activism. Far right? more,
1: and, and one might argue, one can argue. I think I could argue that it's been far more successful than the outside the system activism. Oh, but and... we'll wait. To, we'll wait to see how that turns out. But the vast majority of the outside the system activism that's been done has been done in Keene, New Hampshire. I'd like to which add is something. the most liberal of cities in New Hampshire, that's which true. means you aren't gonna do anything about the taxes here anyway. Coming as a Republican. They wouldn't have moved here. Right. A, a Republican to Keene, New Hampshire? You're absolutely out of your mind. You wouldn't come here and try to change their system. Well, so let the Loonies do their um their outside the system
0: activism in Keene. It's where they belong. The, 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 the attitude is that, well, this was ruining the respectability of the movement. And the, the, the attitude of these people is that the liberty movement has to be what their vision of it is. Right. And their vision these, is men in suits coming to political uh, conventions and meetings and hobnobbing and doing right. their doing These their jackasses
1: politics. that claim that they want liberty for people want people that want liberty to do it their way. What mm-hmm. kind of controlling, domineering moron wants that? That doesn't make any sense. I understand. I do think that there are more and less efficient ways to do this. I totally do. I think that there's a, you know, many of the things that have been done for civil disobedience. Cassidy.
0: doesn't make much sense. Cassidy, by the way, and this is very interesting, uh, Keith, who is, by the way, the New Hampshire Political Activist of the Year, or no, excuse me, New Hampshire Activist of the Year, but it's an award given by the New Hampshire Liberty Alliance, which is right, a political, political organization. organization. Uh, he, by the way, lives in Keene. And he was an impartial observer at this event, which meant he stayed like 10 feet away from us. and right. just watched. Looked he didn't take his shirt off. Um, so, But he was there. He's probably one of the best-looking guys with his shirt off out there, I would, would imagine. He would have probably been the best-looking guy there, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but he pointed out on this Ron Paul thread where the, some of the prudes are coming out of the woodwork. He said, hey, this same girl that took her top off has been very active at the state house lobbying the politicians. Yeah. Well, what do you have to say to that now? It's not like she's a complete uh outside the system nope. agorist or something like that. She's one of those people that's willing to work in whatever she fig- feels is the most effective way to uh, to achieve the ideal ideal she's interested in. And so you can't you can't critique her on that one. <laughs>
1: I, I have to say that I think in this particular area, not that I consider this area to be the most important, but I think in this particular area that civil disobedience really is the most effective way to get any kind of changes. Really, there's going to be a politician that you're going to be able to talk into to changing the law on whether or not women can be topless in public. How long is that, that going to take?
0: How long have they been trying to get marijuana
1: decriminalized? My, my gosh. I think that marijuana decriminalization has to be I'm not saying that civil disobedience won't work in that area, but I think it has to be done through the political process in the end.
0: All of this stuff will happen in the end in the political process because in the end they'll realize it's just pointless to continue to put these young ladies in jail for <laughs> taking their shirts off. Yeah, you're probably right. So the toll-free number here is 800-259-9231. Let's talk to Eric in Texas. You're on Free Talk Live on the Amp Line. Hey, Eric.
6: Evening, gentlemen.
0: Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
6: So I had uh, one small minor complaint about this weekend's activities uh, and an observation. From Texas? Uh, and I...
0: yes, yes. Okay, well,
1: uh, we don't care what you think in Texas. I care. <laughs> okay, I'm go ahead. I just, uh, I, com- you're complaining about it from Texas? Uh, telling no, us no, how wait, we're doing the liberty wait, movement wrong in vid- Texas? The video wait, footage wait is... Wait you
6: hear what I say. All right,
1: man. All right,
6: so, so the only thing that I think that could have been done better... Was if standing right next to to, to Cassidy's her name right Cassidy uh, yep. it, Cassidy okay the only thing that could have been done better is if standing right next to Cassidy uh, you had some 400 pound monstrosity of a man who is would have been willing to get up there in a speedo <laughs> and then you could have just asked the cop which one's more offensive well I mean let's be honest
1: here how do you have this conversation are you 400 pounds obese and uh, disgusting uh, I'm getting there. Okay, great. How do you have this conversation with somebody? Hey, you're obese hey, and disgusting. Fatty, come on out. You'd be great. I well, love that. I, I understand I love that.
6: it's not the easiest things to find, but I'm sure there's got to be one good-natured gentleman up there
1: in New Hampshire who would be willing to do it.
0: I love that,
1: <laughs> uh, that, that rosacea thing you got and the flaky skin. Let's go with that.
0: I'm not going to say who <laughs> it was, but I can tell you that one of the male activists uh, had not taken a shower. In a long time, I think he had just come back from the uh, Live for Your Die fest, which is a camping so like festival.
1: A, a few days because he didn't have he wasn't didn't have access to right, a shower. Okay. Right,
0: uh, he hadn't taken a shower in a long time, and so I, I think I, that I'd sets like to say, the liberty movement back farther. Yeah, I'd like to say I was very <laughs> offended by that, uh, but I didn't call the cops over it.
6: <laughs> well, see, you should have, Ian. Don't you know? I mean, that's how this scene, that's how these things work. You should call the cops for that. Right, because then now, I'd be a good citizen. Exactly, exactly. Now, my and my one observation is uh, I've. I think the only people who get outraged about this are middle-aged uh, women. Because you're not going to find a guy to, who's going to complain
1: about a woman going topless. There publish. are plenty of guys that have complained about it. I don't know what their yeah. their actual complaints complain, are. They'll complain if their wife is standing right next to them. That's probably that's true. It. Hey, that's, look, my wife wouldn't let me go to this event. Um, I can tell you that. I'm not complaining. Because did you ask? I, I, look, I don't have to ask, dude. I mean, I don't go to a lot You've been of these. you whipped down I, so hard, you I, I know better. <laughs> I don't do a lot of this outside the system activism. I don't go to support these folks very much. And suddenly, I want to go support the nubile, naked young women in their quest for uh, for <laughs> equality. Yeah, <laughs> go back outside and pull
7: some weeds. <laughs> you
6: know? Yeah, well, I mean, I just I think it's a, a jealousy thing because, like I said, I I don't think you'll be hard pressed to find any man who will complain about seeing boobs in public. It's just... You'll be All
0: right, well, I'm sure one of them will call now at, at this point. But I thank you, Eric, for the I, call I want tonight. them to call. I mean, please, I I, I
1: want to hear other sides to this. Well, I, Maybe I, I'm wrong. Imagine, it doesn't,
0: I, I, I rarely think that, but it's possible. I imagine there are some men out there that consider themselves very devoutly religious, and they have been taught in their religious teachings that uh, the naked breast is, uh, is against God or something like that. I'm a like Quaker,
1: that. and we're taught that men and women are equal, that God made
0: everyone equal. I'm just trying to draw a picture of the guy that would be against naked breasts. Most of Uh, the people that
1: I've heard here are, in fact, people that are standing up for people that might be offended. That it's not about people being offended. It's about people standing up for these imaginary people that are offended. And I know they must be out there, but, heck, I haven't heard one of them... Call.
0: that's a good point no none of the actual prudes have called in on this particular issue it's always been the defenders of uh so the then you have for the people prudes.
1: then you have people defending what they might imagine people might defend and yeah. that's where you
0: get really into this 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 gray area and some I, people believe on these like the ron paul forums you'll see posts of people saying things like uh that most that most people would disagree with this that most people would think women should keep their shirts on that what most people believe that women should be unequal to men in that well, particular way. I, I, and I don't believe that. I certainly don't believe it's true in Keene, New Hampshire. I think that
1: women should be able to take their shirts off if that is what they wish to do, because men can. Yeah, it was I a think hot they day. should be able to take them off where men can take them off. And that that is the long and the short of it. Absolutely.
0: It's such a no-brainer of an issue. 800-259-9231. That's the Sekel CAI toll-free line. Well, there's a lot more to talk about than tits tonight. Uh, hour number two is on the way. There's another Cash for Clunkers program in the works. I don't know if you've heard about that. The phone lines are blowing up here with your calls. We'll take them about anything here in moments. 800-259-9231. Oh, and uh, I've decided to run for political office. Well, actually, it's not really me. I'll explain.
8: It's free Talk Live.
0: This is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. It is Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us, including the wiki, the Shrine of Female Listeners, and more. It's all there at freetalklive.com as we continue taking your phone calls about what you want. And then coming up, uh, another cash for appliances program. Uh, we'll get to that. But first, it's Stephanie in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live on the Amp Line. Ladies first. Hey, Stephanie. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight?
9: Um, well, I guess it was kind of a running joke. You guys were talking about the topless protest for several weeks on the show before it actually happened, and, and there were weren't. I don't think there were any women that actually called in. Is that right?
0: That Yeah, in all of the discussions we've had, and they were very in-depth discussions about the prospect of a topless uh, event, a topless equality event. I think that's a better thing than uh, – a better way to say it than protest, but protest certainly is easier. Uh, but mm-hmm. yes, the event did actually happen, and up until this point, you, uh, there has been not one female who has taken the time to call the show to uh, to t- talk about how she felt about the issue. So here you are. Yeah.
9: Well, I'm happy to be the first one, and I definitely had some thoughts about this. Um, first of all, I totally support Cassidy. I'm so glad that she did this, and I hope to see more people doing it. And um, I've I got to be honest, I, I've been sort of a liberty-minded person for a long time, but this was an issue that I really had never thought much about before you guys uh, started a conversation about it. And, um, you know, at first I, I heard you say this, and it, it sounded – it sounded a little strange to me, the whole idea of, you know, women trying to um, get topless equality, I guess you could say. But then the more and more I thought about it, the more interested I got. And I I think it's really important. And it's a very good point that it's, you know, it's okay for men to walk around with no shirts on, but not women. And why is that?
0: Yeah. Like I and, said, it's it's a no brainer. I mean, that this is happening now in in the year 2009 that uh, that yeah. she'll be thrown in a cage for this. I mean, presumably she's found guilty, but she was, even if she's found not guilty, she was still plucked off the street and had her day ruined by the, you know, the police. We were enjoying a nice stroll down Main Street until they decided to show up.
9: Yeah, and I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure people, other people enjoyed seeing too. She certainly wasn't hurting anyone.
0: Nope. And, in fact, the cops actually admit it. The cop that we're talking to and peppering with questions, the video that you can see at freekeen dot com, he admits it. When I ask him the question of where's the victim, oh well, there is no there's no victim. Well, right. where's the damaged party? What are you doing here if there's no victim? I did see that video and.
9: I, I wanted to see what you thought about this, but I, I kind of picked up on maybe the cop uh, looked like he was feeling a little bit bad or guilty or ashamed. Did you did you guys pick up on that, too?
0: I don't know. I know there was another cop that I asked if he, if he wanted uh, – I said something like, wouldn't you rather be out looking for murderers? And he did <laughs> actually say something to the effect of he wishes he could be somewhere else. But, you know, hmm. he's just following orders because somebody yeah. in the upper management is going to get angry if they don't come out and do what they're told to do.
9: Yeah, and I guess that was my point in mentioning that that um your the discussion that was that was started about this event got me thinking about this issue when I hadn't thought about it before, and that is that I, I hope that what Cassidy did makes other people think about why it's okay for men to walk around without their shirts and not women, and I hope it makes the cops think about that too and maybe think about not enforcing that law.
0: I I hope that you're right. I think that uh, that that will happen in many cases. The problem comes in when the police are following bad orders. I mean, he, hmm. he is not the cop that's in charge. He's not the officer in charge. He's just – he's the low end of the totem pole. And but so, they
9: have their discretion, though. Can't they use they their discretion? They
0: do have discretion. He claims that he – there are some instances in which he can't use discretion, but he didn't claim this was one of those instances. But he claims hmm. in the video – and it's the audio is not the best of when you're listening to the cop – but he claims that uh, if he's ordered to come here and do this, he can't disobey those orders. I don't believe that that's a true claim, uh, but our law enforcement officers can probably tell us otherwise if, that's, if he's right or not. 800 259 is that number. But you're right. They do say they have discretion, and they are certainly free to, uh, to leave a young lady alone who has not harmed anybody and go about their business of uh, writing speeding tickets or whatever other nonsense they're do- busy doing.
4: Mm.
9: Yeah. The one more thing I wanted to bring up was that um, isn't Brattleboro, Vermont, like right across the river from Keene? It's pretty close.
3: That is pretty true. Pretty close. Yep.
9: Um, I I don't know if it's Brattleboro or if it's another city in Vermont, but I've heard um, stories every summer since I've been in New Hampshire about um, basically naked teenagers hanging out in a public place, like kind of like a mall, I guess, in either you know Brattleboro or some other city in Vermont, and yep. no one ever bothers them and. Well, um, it's, uh,
0: half is- true. Half true what you're saying. Yes, uh, okay. Brattleboro, there are naked people that can be in Brattleboro. But it's was pretty much
1: okay to be a woman, uh, topless or naked in Brattleboro, but if you're a man and you gyrate,
0: <laughs> then you're going to jail. <laughs> I don't think the guy gyrated, but what happened? Oh, what yeah, happen he was or... dancing. <laughs> really? He was well, dancing in a provocative manner. There was some guy from
9: Arizona who was elderly, like, you know, in his, in his seventies, and he came and was skateboarding around nude <laughs> in Brattleboro, and, and he got in some kind of trouble with the loft. I, uh,
0: I, I think guess. that is just, I think that is just fine. People should be able to skateboard nude if they want. It sounds incredibly dangerous, but, uh you know, if that's what they want to do, I wouldn't <laughs> want to take some a spill.
9: There you just don't want to do nude, like, you know, cooking and other dangerous yeah, things.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Stephanie, thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate it. What happened in Brattleboro, I don't know if it was two years ago. But there were some people that, of course, had complained about some naked guy and and more than one naked person in Brattleboro, naked teenagers or whatever. And they've complained. And so the Brattleboro City Council wrote a temporary ordinance banning nudity, which I believe has expired at this point. So right,
1: so, or, so it's now uh, legal to be naked again. Right. But really, the, the the issue was this guy had gone out, to, I believe, to violate the ordinance itself once it had been made. Um,
0: oh, OK, OK. I thought you were talking about somebody that triggered the ordinance. I gotcha.
1: I I think that he I think that he yeah I think so good for him whatever <laughs> whatever <laughs> once again dumb, some- not only do I not care about people's right to be naked um I also don't care about anybody in Vermont um yep. you know if if tyranny is uh, being enacted upon you in Vermont what a surprise
0: toll free number eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one we go to Frank in Ohio listening to W C E R hello Frank. Hi, fellas. How hey, you doing? Just great, Frank. What's on your mind tonight?
7: Well, uh, Medicare, Medicaid.
0: Before uh, you get into it, how do you feel about a topless woman walking around in public?
7: Um, no, I never let my woman do that. <laughs> uh, oh, well, I did. We did go down to uh, topless beaches down in uh, by Sarasota. Um, when was so this? So I allowed her to do that. <laughs>
1: when was that? <laughs>
7: I I can't tell you, fellas. (laughs) Oh, my God. If
1: it was a topless beach in Sarasota, it was in the 80s or earlier.
7: Yes, it was. It was was in the 80s. It was
1: North Lido Beach. They actually seceded over the issue of um, uh, thongs, uh, thong bathing suits. (laughs) And uh, it's a a very interesting story.
0: All right. So, Frank, what what about Medicare? Go ahead.
7: Well, Medicare, Medicaid. uh, You know, uh, our conservative uh, uh, Congress... And presidencies uh, when that was created around the time of fDr and carried out through truman and Eisenhower, et cetera, et cetera they never they were very uh, they were very constructive and and constitutional, and uh, the family based orientation of the lives in Americans at that time was not the explosion of liberalism that's happened since so the sixties on up. So they never envisioned the problems that Medicare and Medicaid were going to have down the road. They couldn't see that far. And consequently, that is because of the uh, pervasiveness of, of the explosion of liberalism. And, uh, and we can take that right to the extremes and uh, because of other factors, because of the, uh, corporate global fascist agenda that wanted to destroy the family and destroy the family values so they can leech up off of people and get the women in the workforce lowering their labor cost, etc etc that was to their advantage to bust up the family and the family values
0: okay frank you're kind of all over the map here at least in a well, few different areas And i want to bring it back here we can talk about it Uh, So family values, conservative, liberal, those words were dropped. Uh, We'll see what he means by all that, because when someone says liberal, I don't necessarily know what they mean. And I don't know if Medicare and Medicaid were constitutional. I don't know. But then again, they don't care if it's constitutional or not, do they? 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. talk live. You take control of the airwaves by dialing toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line, and tonight it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. And those features include the wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners like you. Go to wiki.freetalklive.com. Edit virtually anything you see there, W i k i wiki.freetalklive.com. Audiblepodcast.com offers over 60,000
1: downloadable audiobooks, magazines, and radio shows for your iPod or MP3 player. You can try them out by downloading a free audiobook today at audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. If you don't go to audiblepodcast.com slash FTL as in free talk live, you will not get the free book. I went and did it recently. It's very easy to do and you can get the new Terry Goodkind book over there for free. You can, otherwise you'd have to pay, you know, top dollar to get the, the hardcover. So it's audiblepodcast.com slash FTL.
0: All right, our toll-free number, again, is 800-259-9231. we go back to Frank in Ohio, listening to WCER, Frank, you're back on Free Talk Live. You were talking about Medicare and Medicaid, and you you made some claims that I I found interesting and I wanted to really kind of expand upon here to try to understand what you were saying. You had said that Medicare and Medicaid were constitutional, and, and I admit I'm not a constitutional scholar, um, but, even if they are constitutional programs i don 't appreciate having my money stolen from me and then redistributed in ways that I may or may not necessarily agree with uh, how they 've been decided to uh, to redistribute that money so uh, you know it does whether they were constitutional or not is not really an issue for me. but then you went on to say that liberalism is ruining America or some something to that effect, and I just want to know what do you mean when you say liberalism
7: well. The Health and Human Service Department, when it was created, okay, was created for a family situation more than individuals. Most people got married, had a family, uh, and very few divorces, okay, at that time. So the liberalism that transpired, the explosion of liberalism to the effect that Well, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, 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 Frank, before you go into that— yeah. Are you saying that it's okay to tax individuals to support other families?
7: No, not at all. That's not quite what I'm trying to get to.
0: But that is what the Medicare or Medicaid or program, whichever one it is, that is what that program does, isn't it? Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. So that's yes. not okay with you then?
7: No, sir, it's not. All right, got it. But, but what happened was the explosion, and this is the cause of the, uh, the uh, Barracuda Piranha lawyers in the court system and and not dealing with uh family troubles and reconciliation with families and and correcting the problem within the, helping to correct the problem in the family so
0: you're saying that who needed to do that the government
7: no what what happened was the government uh, was ineffectual in dealing with the explosion of divorces, and the lawyer predators capitalized on it. And we're more than happy. You know the old saying: the only one that's the winner coming out of a divorce is the lawyer. Yeah, okay. that's true.
0: Uh, that's why you know. That's why the government is uh, has dominion over marriages, so it can get money on the front and get money on the uh, the backside. Well, and the, all go- its the government
1: marriage. hasn't been involved in marriages for very long. And My whole life. And and you can I'm sure you can show yourself a nice little bar graph about how marriage has been destroyed in the United States. Over the time period that the government has been in charge of it, I think if they would have gotten stayed the heck out of a, uh, out of marriage in the first place, that by and large you'd see the institution of marriage doing far better.
7: That that's very well may be, sir. But the thing about it was, it threw a lot of women to the wolves into a poverty area. Okay, and consequently people started remarrying. And, and taken marriage vows, and they, they married two, three, four times, consequently creating more children uh, subsistent and de- very dependent on the uh, health and human services system and the Medicaid-Medicare system.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm totally with you in that I understand that the government's welfare programs encourages people to be uh, of a a less than desirable quality and encourages laziness and that sort of thing. And I'm I'm certainly with you there. Frank, thank you for the call tonight. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. But I don't know if there's anything inherently wrong with changing partners over time. I mean, I understand that marriage to some people is a very sacred uh, vow, and when they take that vow, they mean it. Uh, But then people change, you know. I mean, over time you might grow away from your partner. I understand that it, when you got married, it might have been your intention to stay with that person forever, but that Sometimes person... you find out uh, after you've gotten married, that person sucks. Right. I mean, the... you, you know, and that it
1: may, be, it may be difficult for that person to come around to the, the realization that they, in fact, suck, or their behavior uh, sucks, and one of the ways that they might be shocked into changing that behavior and becoming a better person is, well, because... Somebody decided they didn't want to live with them anymore.
0: Yeah, you should always have the, the freedom to leave. And I, I'm not saying Frank would say would say that you shouldn't have that freedom. No. It's just that clearly he it's is just, it, it always, concerned.
1: It's, it's a little, you know, the idea of defending the institution of marriage always... Sounds to me antithetical
0: to freedom. Do you know? Yeah, defending the institution of freedom, your ability to choose and decide differently. Right, and I totally you become agree a different person.
1: that the government getting. I, I you know the government got into marriage and they screw up everything they touch. And marriage certainly has been screwed up, and it it might very well because of government. It would be very difficult to to prove otherwise.
0: I know. I don't want a government marriage. I'm no less dedicated to my lady Julia, but I certainly don't want to get involved in a contract. That involves me, her, and the state. That's my biggest objection uh, to government marriage.
1: And if one, one of the parties or the other needs to have something to make them feel better about you know, a ceremony uh, before God and the, and the public, th- that is something you can absolutely do without a government marriage. Absolutely. You don't need to have a marriage license, which was originally instituted, uh, at least in, in many locales here in the United States, to prevent black people and white people from getting married. Because we couldn't have that, and I'll tell you that they wouldn't let me have a marriage license without declaring some kind of race when I got one. Hmm. Now, I they had this option called business that yeah. I declared like as none of
0: business. Well,
1: it was just business, <laughs> yeah. but that's what I declared. But it's still it's still very focused around race. Why? Why?
0: Let's go to your calls about what you want. We'll talk to Dan in Pennsylvania on the amp line. Hello, Dan.
10: Hey, guys. Hey, what's Uh, on your mind tonight? Well, um, ever since I became uh, interested in in liberty and sort of rectified the contradictions in my worldview, I've been a pretty laid-back person. So today I probably became angry on my own behalf for the first time in those many years Mm -hmm. because I got a letter from the FDA notifying me, that they had confiscated a shipment of insulin, which I ordered from uh, a company in Canada. And uh, basically, here's what they say about it. The drug or device is not included in a list required by section whatever. As a personal importation, there is no evidence that is the drug listed for use in the United States. Now that's hilarious because I can walk down to the local pharmacy, pay twice as much for it, and be limited only to one bottle every 10 days which means that I cannot possibly get a, a backup supply um,
4: and get the exact same drug.
0: So they've so. taken a drug that is available at a local pharmacy. Wow. I want to get back to your call here in a moment. Hang on. 800-259-9231. They're just out there keeping you safe. You know, that's the government's job, right? Looking out for you. Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231.
1: Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area. Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com.
0: Free Talk Live, it's your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the Sakel CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian with you. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. Features including the Shrine of Female listeners. Dozens of ladies have taken the time to send us their photo and or video. Proof they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com. See that for yourself. Shrine. .freetalklive.com. We go back to Dan in Pennsylvania. Now, Dan, you take insulin, and you had yep. ordered some recently from Canada, and the FDA decided to seize that. They sent you a nice little love letter saying, hey, buddy, we're looking out for you. This drug you ordered wasn't on our list of approved drugs, and so we decided to take it. Is that pretty much what happened? Yes,
10: and here's my theory. Um, now I'm not a legal expert anybody out there knows more than me, I'd, you know, I'd like to hear from them about it. But I think that it's actually legally considered a different drug if it is ordered for personal consumption than if it is ordered by a licensed pharmacist for distribution.
0: Interesting. So they took this means, from you. Had you ever ordered from Canada before?
10: Yes, I, I received my first shipment with no problem. <laughs> this one, uh, This one was supposed to have arrived two weeks ago. I've had to shell out uh over $130 to compensate for not having received it, which puts me way over budget because I'm not very wealthy.
0: So, and, you mean uh, you had to go down and, and buy it locally at twice the price?
10: Yeah, and basically uh the, the price for which you would pay it uh or, or pay for it anywhere in America, the lowest you can get it is like 100 bucks a bottle. It's less uh less than $40 a bottle if you get it in Canada because they don't require a prescription. So, uh, I, you know, obviously I order from Canada, I can save money, but more importantly, I can order more than one at once, which I cannot do in America hmm. because my prescription only allows me to get one at a time. Now what that means is I get one every 10 days, use it up, get another one, use it up, get another one, and if there's some sort of a crisis, you know, wherein. in... Insulin is not available to me. I'm going to die. Oh my! So, so I mean, honestly, that's 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 what it means because you go a few months without insulin, your kidneys fail, and then everything uh-huh. else goes after that. So, what I was really hoping to do, it wasn't so much the money. I would have paid the same price for it if I were able to get a sort of you know stockpile of it built up so sure. that I could spend you know it, it'll last for a couple of years before it's completely worthless. Right. And, and during that time, hopefully, I would be able to find another source. But now I can't do that, apparently.
0: So do you think that the first time someone at customs opened it, and how, what is the inconsistency here? Who is who is looking at this? It's, I mean, you got the letter from the FDA. Does, does customs yeah. intercept? Does customs open all mail coming from Canada, or do they only know. open a percentage of it?
10: Here's what it says. A mail shipment addressed to you from a foreign country is being held by the post office at the request of the U.S. Thug Food and Drug Administration.
0: The U.S. Food uh, Administration. <laughs> <Yeah>. Go
10: ahead. <laughs> that, that was a Freud Slip. Um, but well, that, that's all it says at the beginning. And then it lists the items, insulin list, pro, blah, blah, blah. Then it says it was misbranded. That was the p- paragraph I read to you mm-hmm. As the personal importation. There's no evidence that this is a drug listed for use in the U.S. And it's unapproved. It appears to be a new drug, which is funny because I've been using it for 10 years, with, without an approved new drug application. drug is available in the U.S. and therefore not permitted for import under the personal use exemption. So here they contradict themselves in the same paragraph. Wow. Almost all prescription drugs are considered new drugs. That's the end of that paragraph.
1: I, f- I find what you have to say very unpatriotic.
10: <laughs> yeah, well, I stopped being a patriot about the time that, uh, that I realized that taxation is theft and that, you know, restricting medications from people is basically what the Nazis did on a smaller scale.
0: Oh, Dan, don't you understand? Your government loves you. They're just doing this to keep you safe from those unscrupulous Canadian pharmaceutical vendors.
10: Yeah, they love me the way cannibals do.
0: Oh, my. Thank you for sharing that story. You I taste like pork. I hope that you can, <laughs> I don't know, maybe... To roll the dice and try again, well, or is there an appeals I, process? Not that I expect there, that to work. There is.
10: Here's what it says. This notice does not in any manner accuse you of violating the law, and then on the next page it informs me that you have violated. The I law. can claim it. So here's what I'm worried about. I don't know this. Again, I'd like to hear from people who do. But I think that if I claim it, then... I will have initiated a legal process whereby I might be found guilty of trafficking or something like that. So I'm kind of worried about that.
1: Well, I can't imagine. Uh, I mean, really, the the guy who gets trafficking for for insulin, I, it, I suppose it's possible. <laughs> but I, I mean, don't you really want to be that guy?
10: Well, I, I tell you what, I, I certainly would enjoy that sort of thing if I had, you know, if I, you know, for example, lived in Keene, New Hampshire, where I knew a whole bunch of people would show up in court and. You know,
1: well,
0: oh, this is a federal I thing. Don't I don't know, know that it's going to help it. you at all, you, honestly. Well, I mean, you could – but it's definitely a persuasive issue. I mean, if the media got a oh, hold yeah. of that, then you'd certainly – I mean, people would be on your side, and you know Free Talk Live will certainly cover uh, a situation like that. And, hey, you know, if you're going to die anyway, you might as well yeah. give it a shot, right?
10: <laughs> well, here's the thing. I'm, I'm sure i am sure I've violated the law at some point. I didn't – you know, I need a prescription to get it in the U.S. I—you know
0: oh, I bought I more
10: than the prescribed amount. I didn't get the prescription – and uh, I, I don't really care because if well, the government makes do starvation the, legal, then I'm going to break the law.
3: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Do, this, do the prescription rules in the U.S. apply to medicines gotten uh, gotten elsewhere or do they only apply to uh, medicines uh, uh, retrieved within the United States?
10: Oh, again, I don't. I just got this this afternoon, so I haven't really looked into it. Right. And I'm sure you can afford to I'm hire
0: a lawyer to answer all these questions. Right.
10: Oh, oh yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just I'm, I've got money pouring in my butt. That's how right. rich I am.
0: Dan, thanks for the story, and let us know if anything comes of this, will you? Yep. Appreciate the call tonight. Good luck. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Hey, they're just trying to keep you safe, man. You yep. don't You don't know where them chemicals are coming. We come across a border. You know that when there's stuff across a border, it's dangerous because them foreigners, they hate Americans. So we need our government bureaucrats to get in the way of. All the shipments of everything coming from all those other foreign countries. Make sure we keep our folks safe here. You feel right good about that, don't you? Don't you want to pay my salary to search through all your mail and tell you what you've done wrong? All they're
1: doing is protecting the pharmaceutical companies. They're just paid thugs for the pharmaceutical companies here.
0: one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 259 9231 That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Speaking of companies... That are getting protection from the government people. The story is, uh, has hit the news now after the Cash for Clunkers program was a, well, do you call that a success or a failure? I don't know. I don't know what to call it either. It was a success from the government's perspective in that they got a lot of people to uh, take their welfare money. But it was a failure in the fact that uh, it wasn't really administrated too well. Uh, They haven't paid a lot of the auto dealers. In fact, there was a story in the news recently about the New York dealers throwing in the towel on this. So I remember when we had talked about the Cash for Clunkers program, I had speculated. I was wondering aloud, well, do you have to participate? If you are an auto dealer and someone comes to you and says, hey, I got this clunker, will you take it? uh you know can i get my $4000 credit that you could say no thanks we don't do business with the federal government here go find another auto dealer and apparently you could apparently dealers did have the option to participate in this program and some New York a cluster of New York dealers decided to bail the hell out of this cash for clunkers program because the federal government wasn't paying the claims they were paying with this last story we read, maybe it's changed by now, but I doubt it's changed much, that the federal government was throwing out claims left and right for, you know, not checking the right box on the form, that kind of crap. And also, uh, they're only paying out on two percent of the claims that had come in. At this point. As of a week ago or something like that. But these de- dealers are pretty upset because they, they fronted the money in, in, well, in these cases. At,
1: you know, the government's always slow. I don't, know how, how, you know, I don't know how far they'll go. They can always print the money. I don't think it's uh, going to be that big of a problem to get them to pay. But you can imagine how difficult it is to do business if you're one of the dealerships that doesn't do cash for clunkers. I mean, all the rest of the mm. people are heading off
0: their, you know, to get their government welfare. Yep. That's tough one 800 259 but uh, there's more, because the Cash for Refrigerators program is getting ready to kick on, and so they'll be subsidizing more connected industries, and we'll get to the details on that, and take your calls about anything. This is Free Talk Live. Yeah. This is Free Talk Live. You take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the sickle CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it is Ian with you and Mark. Join us online at freetalklive.com. And if you enjoy the program and you want to help support Free Talk Live, then you can do that by becoming a Free Talk Live Amplifier for as little as three bucks a month. We'll take that money in, reinvest it into the show, get on more radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. So head over to amp.freetalklive.com. All right, so we are going to cover the cash for refrigerators program here in just a moment, but first let's go to the phones in the fun. Matt in Illinois on the AMP line. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Matt.
4: Good evening guys
0: hey what's on your mind tonight?
4: um I just there, i I was listening to this gentleman talking about um getting his insulin from uh Canada uh and I remembered something that happened a couple of years back um, my brother tony he's he's a uh, diabetic mm-hmm. and uh he doesn't get he he gets his insulin uh, via the you know he has to have the prescription he often complains about how he has to ask the doctors for permission to live. Yeah, uh, because as that guy said, if you can't get your insulin, you're going to die. And uh, one of the one of the things our illustrious governor uh, Rob Gleevich did before he was uh, charged with corruption was he tried to get Illinois uh, Medicare or patients to be able to buy. Uh, drugs from Canada. There's something that was preventing the state of Illinois from going to Canada and buying drugs and hence saving some money. It's something that he did that I actually thought was kind of smart. He wanted to save the state a bunch of money, and the feds wouldn't let him do it. Hmm. So I do believe there is some kind of law preventing the American citizen from buying prescription drugs in Canada. They don't like the, the, the medical industry does not like their uh, authority being challenged in that way.
0: I bet they don't. It's sad. It's so sick that that uh, sick people are basically being used as a political football. They're basically <laughs> being used as, as tools uh, to extract money from to support these big uh, corporate interests. that is yeah. From uh, yeah, to support tools. Gotcha.
4: So, I I agree with that, and so you know he asked. I'm not sure. I don't know for certain that there is a law being um, violated, but if, you know, if you go online and maybe look up uh, Illinois tries to get drugs from Canada or something like that, it might explain more as to what's going on, Okay. that this gentleman can find out the legalities of what's happening. Um, you know, he mentioned that. Now that I think about it, this was like just before Blagojevich was brought up on these corruption charges. and. It huh. kind of makes me wonder there too.
0: Things that make you go, hmm.
4: Yeah, kind of like the governor, and was it New Jersey that, or was it New Jersey the governor that got arrested for the hooker after he wanted to look into the banks?
0: I think that was New York. Nah, New, New York, York, New Jersey. It's probably more than one governor. New Jersey that's had a
1: was hooker. the guy who uh, yeah, he was riding in his motorcade at eighty miles an hour and uh, you know nearly causing accidents. And oh, and he driving. was gay, wasn't he? The New I, Jersey. I guy? don't know about that. Well, anyway, right. I hate to think what he was doing in the motorcade then. <laughs> well, you Matt, know, thanks for this. These
4: guys tried to challenge uh, some kind of uh, federal authority at a state level, and look what happens they to them.
0: taken out. So. Very interesting. Thank you, Matt, for that tonight, and thank you for the suggestion. Appreciate the call. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Of course, some people would say... Well, you see, uh, it's those evil corporations and the medicines and all that. That's why we need government health care. See, if it was government health care, those insulin patients would get their insulin free. They wouldn't have to go to Canada. I'm sure somebody would make that point, right? If they, I'm sure. If they were listening and uh, and felt like calling in, how would you respond to something like that? Well, the insulin candidates you know, these people could be getting a free medication, Mark. Shouldn't they? Don't they deserve that? Um, Don't they deserve... What else do they deserve for free? I don't know. Well, let's just talk about medication right now. Don't they deserve to be taken care of? No.
1: Well, how can you be so cold? No, I don't think I'm being cold. Don't. Do they deserve free meals? Do they deserve to have their, you know, everything that they would sustain their life given to them for free? I mean, don't I deserve the same thing? I want well. all my free stuff.
0: Hmm. Eh, yeah, it, I guess you do. Let's have free meals for everybody. Well, is Government it, provided so,
1: food. Is it um, free meals at the level of what United States people are used to? Or are we talking about free meals on the Ethiopian uh, food chain line there? Good
0: point. Good point. I mean, obviously, we can only
1: afford so much. So are you proposing that everybody eat these meals or, you know, can people buy better stuff? Well, yeah, we want to make sure that it's fair. We want to make sure that it's, that it's fair to everyone. Well, isn't it fair that people get to keep the money that they earn? Well, yeah, come on. But we have to pay taxes. Well, oh, wait, wait a minute. You said you wanted to make it fair. I'm asking you, is it fair if I get to keep the money that I earn?
0: Well, but you've got to pay taxes to live in society. I mean, that's why everything's so great. Um, it's because of taxes. Okay, so everything's great because of the government. Well, yeah. I mean, come on. Otherwise, we'd all be owned by corporations. <laughs> Which came first.
1: What are you talking about? Well, corporations are a creation of the government. That The corporations didn't come first and enslave us, and we created a government in order to get away from them. Hmm. In fact, we created a democratic government to get away from the king <laughs> government. So what we've got is a tyranny of the majority instead of a tyranny of one individual.
0: I don't know where my fake status would yeah, go. Yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard.
1: Me. We uh, you, Did you hear us? I loved when we nailed the uh, the guy who was calling in for taxes the other night. Yeah, you know, taxes are great. Do um, you remember him? <laughs> I don't know
0: which one. The, the one who was called. It Saturday?
1: The, uh, no, he was not on a Saturday. No? This, was, uh, this guy basically said if you took half of the money out of existence. Would everybody have just as much wealth or added, uh, you know, double the amount of money in existence? Wouldn't everyone just have just as much wealth? You said yes. True. And if you yes. made it into half, well, wouldn't they have just as much wealth? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Um, well, then what's wrong with taxes? Well, you take the money out of people's hands and you give it to people who didn't produce anything. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you took it out of existence. You moved it from one place to another. I mean, wouldn't it be stealing if I took the money out of your wallet and moved it into mine? I mean, really, what's the problem?
0: <sighs> All right. I'm going to jump back into the status role here. What the the status might do is say something like, well, you know, that's a kind of an intellectual uh, corporations. I mean, people form the corporations without the government or whatever. I could probably just kind of jump the issue. And uh, then come back around to not, it. you're just trying to make excuses for not taking care of sick people, you know.
1: Well, um, first off, you don't let them uh, jump the issue. You have to make <laughs> them, you know, stay on task. But okay, um, now what is it about sick people that, that that we're talking about here? I'm sorry, I missed.
0: Well, it. You, you don't want to take care of them. I mean, you're saying that uh, you're saying you don't think they deserve to be taken care of. No, no, you asked me if. They deserve it. If there's an obligation,
1: I think that people should take care of sick people. I'm asking you to show me the obligation. I mean, there are sick people all over the world. What are you doing about it today? I'm paying my taxes. You're sitting there crabbing. They're all over the world. I mean, you're telling me that you're only responsible for the sick people in the country?
0: The government takes care of that.
1: The government does everything poorly. You're turning over the the most important issue. You're talking about sick, dying children, and you're turning it over to the most inefficient organization we've the world has ever seen what kind of a nonsensical move is that if you cared about sick people you would keep the government away from them for god's <laughs> sake they are the most in- bunch of incompetent boobs ever you want to keep sick people and the government as far from each other as possible
0: oh i know you wouldn't say that about the military would you what are you talking about well we all know that you conservatives love the military i'm not
1: a conservative and i think the military well wait a
0: minute you're against government health care you must be a conservative.
1: I don't feel like a conservative. I think the, the, the military is the largest uh, government program the United States has going, and I think that all government programs stink. Mm,
0: you damn anarchists. <laughs> Nobody's going to accuse you of being that. <laughs> I didn't even know the word. All right. More government programs coming down the pipe. Or is it the pike? Damn it! Which one is it, Mark? Is it the pike or the pipe? You I could always say mess both. that
1: There at this point, um, the, it could the,
0: be both. It really is yeah, because it was the pike was the turnpike, which was an old uh, style road where they actually had pikes that they could uh, they could raise up. Yes, as I understand it. And uh, the pipe would be kind of a plumbing reference. Uh, Matthew Boyle over at Business Week writes: A 300 million cash for clunkers federal program uh, to boost sales of energy efficient home appliances provides a Glimmer of hope for beleaguered makers of washing machines and dishwashers. But it's probably not enough to lift companies such as Whirlpool and Electrolux out of the worst down cycle in the sector's history. <laughs> down cycle. Beginning late this fall, the program authorizes rebates of 50 to $200 for purchases of high-efficiency household appliances. The money is part of the broader economic stimulus bill passed earlier this year. Program details will vary by state. How many more of these are there going to be? As many as it takes. You know, Gosh. honestly, it I takes for what?
1: <laughs> whatever, whatever they they think you know is a good idea. Honestly,
0: it takes to, to please the lobbyists that have managed to stick this stuff in the, this legislation. I what? think these
1: are better programs than the, uh, the 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 stimulus package that they came out previously. I just, mean, as
0: far as sending the money to the banks. You're saying it better than the, sending to banks? Actually,
1: that's the bailout. The stimulus program um, is, you know... Sending all these, money to governments? Yeah, essentially building bridges and roads and stuff. They haven't
0: even started on the they're still, vast, vast, vast majority of that stuff. They're still effing with the marketplace, though, and I'm trying sure. to screw I don't with agree economics. with economics. I'm just saying. All right, more on the way here. We'll give you some details. Hour three's coming up. You take control. Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free at 800-259-9231 as we are launching here into the third hour of the program. Tonight, it's Ian with you and Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And we will get right back to your calls, but I want to finish up this story from Business Week, about the new Cash for Cluggers program. This time it's cash for refrigerators or dishwashers or washing machines. In fact, I'm not sure what various different household appliances will qualify for this, but uh, basically the federal government will be authorizing rebates of 50 to $200 for purchases of high-efficiency household appliances, and this is part of the so-called economic stimulus bill. Passed earlier this year. Program details will vary by state. When's the cash for radio ads program? Come out? <laughs> and the energy? Well, yeah, you know the radio business is down twenty percent all across the board. Except, well, not all across the board. Las Vegas has it really about.
1: rough. I imagine gambling's down ac- across the board too. When's the, ca- uh, the cash? cash for gamblers going to be?
0: Yeah, the the Energy Department has set a deadline of October fifteenth for states to file formal applications. The Energy Department expects the bulk of the $300 million to be awarded by the end of November. Unlike the Clunkers Auto program, consumers won't have to trade in their old appliances. These rebates will help families make the transition to more efficient appliances, making purchases that will directly stimulate the economy, says Energy Secretary Stephen Chu. Only appliances covered by the Energy Star Steel will qualify. In 2008, about 55% of newly produced household appliances met those standards. But the money can't come in soon enough for the home appliance industry, which is mired in an unprecedented sales slump that began when the housing market cooled in 2006. Since that slump has worsened considerably, shipments of washers, dryers, refrigerators, and ovens dropped 10% in 2008 and are down 15% through July I don't know if I would say that's tragic uh, bru- uh the, brutal as the industry analyst says it's brutal. I understand they're not uh, necessarily uh, no one wants to see their business drop 10%, but I can't say I consider 10% brutal.
1: Yeah. Your business can't handle a drop in 10% in sales. I mean, yeah. I, I maybe you should have had some money socked away.
0: Yeah, exactly, right? And and that's just it, right? This is what we're seeing with businesses that are that are off of what they were a few years ago as far as the, the amount of revenue that, that uh, is being generated, the money that's that's coming in. And as I mentioned, a lot of radio companies are down 20%. Free Talk Live, by the way, is we're doing pretty pretty darn well, all things considered. We're
1: up, but who knows how far we would have been up further if the economy hadn't been the way it was. Good point, good point. Uh, but, but, and, the, and the economy the way it is is the government's fault.
0: Well, yes, you're right. The government did meddle uh, and they continue to meddle in the economy. And this is more meddling, by the way. This is more uh, reorganization of people's wealth, taking wealth from you and I and essentially giving it out to people that happen to be in the market for a new refrigerator. Or people that maybe weren't quite in the market but were thinking about it and this will push them over the edge in, into uh, to getting one. So that's inappropriate, obviously, right, on its, right there on its face. But what I wanted to say about this was that these companies that are having a tough time right now, these big corporations, I know like Clear Channel's down 20%, Cumulus, uh, these are the radio companies, they're down 20% or thereabouts. Across the industry, it seems to be 15 to 20%. So people are getting their, their, uh, their commissions cut. They're getting their paychecks cut back 5 10%. Cutbacks are happening across the board, and I'm sure the appliance industry is experiencing something similar. But the reason this is happening is because of the overexpansion that occurred because of the misallocation of resources during the the boom the the boom period. The boom and bust cycle uh, is something that was created by the the existence of the Federal Reserve Bank, for the for the most part. I mean, obviously, in the marketplace, there are going to be some cycles to some extent. People are still going to make mistakes in a in a free market, but they won't be encouraged to do the wrong thing by the federal government's monetary policy. So these are natural corrections. These guys have to be down 10, 15 they, percent. They went a little crazy. They expanded a little too much. Some companies are completely out of business, uh, or they're darn close to it. Some countries have, uh, some, some company, uh, companies have gone bankrupt. I mean just to cite a few things that I've seen. I know that the crocs, those silly shoes that you've seen with the, the holes in them that people wear, those I things. like them. You like those? OK, Well, they're going out of business. They what? They're they're bankrupt or something like Are that. Are kidding me? That, that may not mean that they're gonna go out of business, but they're bankrupt. Uh the what was the other one? The uh the ice cream stores, the Coldstone Creameries. Oh, really? They overexpanded during the uh, boom. the boom and now a lot of their stores have, have shut down. Starbucks shut down hundreds of, of stores. This is they call it a correction for a reason, right? So but instead of allowing the correction to occur, instead of allowing the appliance manufacturers to just be down 10%. They've decided to go ahead and subsidize their business. Yeah.
1: And the thing is is it's it's pointing one business is more important to an uh, than than another. And I you know maybe maybe I would agree with that. However, I don't think it's the government's role to do that. Really? So the appliance manufacturers are more important than Starbucks or Cold Stone Creamery? Tell that to the employees of Starbucks uh, and Cold yeah. Stone Creamery. You never know Uh, Because people are being incentivized um, to take welfare for these uh, appliances, how much of that money they would have allocated the the marketplace, those people that are buying those things, to Cold Stone Creamery and uh, Starbucks. You just don't know how many Crocs and ice cream cones and lattes they would have purchased.
0: And it's like you said earlier with your comment on the Cars for Clunkers program – What car dealer is going to say, turn up their nose at the federal government? I mean, uh, at least in advance, because people don't, for whatever reason, they don't realize that these are government programs. They can renege on their deal. They can just go back on it. They can say, oh, well, you didn't cross your T on the the application, so we're just going to chuck it out the window, and you guys are out $4,000 on that car. It's also, you don't, um, what
1: we are never going to see, the news story you're not going to see is the libertarian um, appliance store owner who says, no. I am not going to participate. Right. People are going to pay, you know, You know. they're going to do it. Full rate. Yeah, they're going to do it th- that way. And he is going to take it in the shorts on this one, and he's going to do it for principle, and there's right. not going to be a news article. AP is going to report on that. All these 25 year old kids that write up these crappy uh, news reports that the, you see, they're not going to be the ones writing up because they'll never even know.
0: No, exactly. Great point. He's going to go completely unsung, and not only will he not get reported, on, but if he tries to spread the word... How many of the average buyers out there that are looking to buy a new stove are going to say, you know what, this guy's principled. I'm going to go and spend the extra $300 here. A few
1: of them will, but will, will they be in the geographic area yeah. that matters? And, you know, I, I'm not of the opinion that someone is necessarily unprincipled for doing, for taking their car in for the cash for clunkers. You know, I, I, I see I see an argument on both sides. They
0: stole your money, so is it I, wrong to, get, to take it back? Right, Certainly I, not. I, I see the argument on both sides. However...
1: You know, it, it's just screwing with the marketplace.
0: Yes, that's exactly what this it's is. It's the government it's,
1: doing what the government does, which is rewarding their friends and punishing their enemies, and whomever also, that may
0: be. And also handing out welfare to people to get them hooked on the idea that government is somehow beneficial to their lives. Hey, you wouldn't have saved $50 on that stove if it weren't for the federal government. Aren't we great? Oh, never mind the thousands of dollars that we've stolen from you over your entire lifetime. Perhaps the you know uh, hundred thousand dollars that we've stolen from your your life's earnings uh, throughout an entire worker's. I don't know what the average person makes or, or has to pay to the government, but I know that I paid in th- several thousand over my lifetime just to the Social Security alone, because they gave me the little total thing that said I'd paid in ten thousand dollars before I quit paying several years ago. But uh, the, you know, these government welfare programs teach people that, "Hey, this government thing isn't so half bad after all. Look at this, We got money off our refrigerator, and we got money off our new car. Damn, we need more government programs. This welfare stuff is great. So it's really dangerous from the perspective of uh, poisoning people's minds and getting them even ever deeper into the, the belief that government is, is necessary and that government is good. And all the while it's just it's just meddling. With, uh, with the economy and, and shifting business from one place to another, shifting money from one group of people to another. In this case, it's the the uh, the manufacturers here. They, they continue to tell the sob stories of Whirlpool, uh, which controls 40% of the U.S. market, has seen its sales drop 20% through the first two quarters of this year. Electrolux, one of their competitors, uh, their sales have dropped for a dozen consecutive quarters. Both companies have laid off hundreds of workers General Electric has mulled shutting down an entire refrigerator plant until deciding to keep it open with a reduced workforce... And not surprisingly, the appliance makers cheered the news. Electrolux spokesman, because nobody has principles out there. These businessmen aren't most of them are not principled liberty oriented people. There's you know, in it to make a buck and I don't know whatever that I they would, can make it. I don't know that I wouldn't cheer the news of cash for radio ads. I mean I would hope that you would not. I would hope that you would remain principled on that. Uh, but there's more here. Your calls as well. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Does anybody know what else they're planning on subsidizing here before the year's out? This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Style, dial toll-free 800-259-9231. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231, and it's Ian with you. And, Mark, you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are totally free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Features including live streams, broadband version, dial-up version, even a webcam. Free at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen. Dot live dot com. Uh, so, have you ever wished that you didn't have to push the shopping cart all the way to the back of the store? Or that you didn't have to make so many trips to get the groceries in the house? For the last month or so, at my house, we've been using Totasac, And they are a handle made of 100% recycled material designed to simplify all kinds of carrying tasks. Go to com. That's T O T A S A K. Dot .com and get a family pack today Todesac. they carry more than you can a lot more com and yes i have been using the totosack and Me too. it is pretty cool it is really cool i mean i don't know that it's something i would have necessarily bought for myself on the internet originally
1: but you know now that i have one it you're kind of like, wow, this, this makes life a lot easier.
0: Well, it's one of those items that you really need to have someone tell you. That thing works, right? Because if you just see a picture of it, you're not going to necessarily, oh, what's that? Has a little handle thing. What the hell's that thing? But if somebody tells you, hey, this thing actually does increase your ability to carry those darn grocery bags in, right. that's pretty cool, if man. If you're
1: going out to the boat, and people do this all the time with a bunch of stuff, um, and you've got it in bags, man, you can carry... Probably 20 grocery bags with a, with a pair of tote sacks because you can put them on either side and you don't have to you're, – you're not flexing your arm the same way you are if you've got a bunch of them up on your wrist.
0: I I don't – you know, I've got little hands, right? I'm not a big guy. I'm not a hulking mass of a man. And when I load up my hands with a bunch of grocery bags, you've got the various different bags that are turning which every which way on your mm-hmm. hand and pressing into your hand. Yeah, they'll, they'll dig it's in It's very there. uncomfortable uh, for me. And so I, I would say the Toto Sack probably about doubles the amount of bags that I can easily carry. Like if I was to really work hard at it and make myself bear a lot of pain, I might be able to come close to the amount of bags that the Toto Sack allows me to carry easily. But just having one of these Toto Sacks... Uh, just allows me to slip easily several bags onto one of these things, and it's just all the weights on the same part of your hand. It's all on, because it's all, it's hard to describe. It's just this little hook. triangular hook thing. It's. It's brilliant, and, and
1: with all you, if you want to see one, it's very easy to see it. You go to t o t a s a k um, dot We're going to be giving some away here too. We are going to well. give we're, we're going to give away a, a pair of them uh, today, just to to you know to to sort of kick it all off. But um, I think people should go and take a look. And another thing I'd like to point out is these things are made out of like recycled engine parts, so like hmm. they're they're plasticky kind of thing. And these aren't going to break on you. That's for sure. Never ever if uh for the instance in the state of New Hampshire brass knuckles are against the law totosex <laughs> are not these things these things I mean, they're incredible you they they've actually did tests in the uh in in, in the laboratory in at quantico or wherever for these things and they they hung like 400 pounds on them wow there's these things are never ever ever going to break on you, and I don't care what you carry with them. Uh, as a matter of fact, dairy farmers like them for buckets, so hmm. uh, they're <laughs> unbreakable totus
0: Toll-free number here is 800-259-9231, and I'm, I'm not sure how we're going to give that away yet. We haven't yet decided, but we better do it within the next 30 minutes, because yeah. we are going to do it tonight. Uh, In the meantime, we go to your phone calls here. By by the way, I was looking at a little detail uh, of this Cash for Refrigerators slash Other Appliances program that they're talking about launching here. And I was just trying to figure out how it's going to work, because with the Cash for Clunkers program, the rebate goes to the auto dealer, not to the individual purchasing the car. In this case, it's not made particularly clear. It says the federal outlay will piggyback on rebate programs for energy-saving appliances that have existed for years in more than 25 states, but which have failed largely to spur demand, home improvement retailers uh, have also offered deep discounts lately with with little impact. So they're they're saying they're not sure how many people are going to jump on board for this. But it, it's not making it clear as to whether or not this is a rebate that will be collected by the consumer or by the uh, the the dealer. It's not made clear it would be easier for the government to pay out to just the dealers if the dealers were the only ones making the claims but either way we saw what happened with the cash for clunkers program they have still have not paid out on many of those claims the dealers have been making can you imagine can you imagine how slow the federal government's going to be to cut you your 50 dollar check I mean, have you ever filled out one of those rebate forms right. for uh, for Circuit City or whatever?
1: Yeah, you'll get rejected for any uh, silly thing that you do wrong, and if it goes directly to the individual, they're gonna they're they're gonna screw people left and right.
0: All right, more on the way here. Uh, your calls are primary. We go to Martin in New Hampshire. You're on Free Talk Live, Martin. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind?
11: Hey, um, I just wanted to call about uh, what you guys were talking about earlier with the drug importation. Yes, sir. Um, because um, I think the real problem there is just that they're placing all these stupid restrictions on how many drugs you can buy and, you know, that you can only buy, like, one at a time for for supply for 10 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. Because um, one of the problems you have with open uh, importation of drugs as opposed to that is that especially the Canadian government um, forces drug makers to, um, well, basically sell it for uh, a lot less there because that's the only uh, way they can sell things. Mm-hmm. So I think if they opened the market all the way, um, it would probably be really bad for uh the drug company's profits. Up here, because if everyone could just buy it there for cheaper, they, the prices would probably go down a lot. Well, you,
0: you, I see what you're saying. You're saying and that's if they only opened the borders to allow uh, drugs to come across. You're not talking about opening the market, because if you were to open the market, then drugs would be cheaper uh-huh. across the board. Because if you open the market, then that means the Federal or the federal Food and Drug Administration is no longer going to be testing these drugs at a tremendous cost and a tremendous amount of time spent. And so, therefore, the drug companies won't have to pay those costs. They wouldn't have to pay for whatever lawyers they need to pay for to, to move those uh, products through that particular process. And, therefore, they could pass on the savings to the consumers. So, opening the market would drive prices down. But you're right, opening the borders in that way may make it so that, uh, you know, the, the, there'd be no point. It would certainly screw with the, the drug company's little setup that they have.
11: Yeah. Well, and the thing is that they would have a lot less money to spend on research as well. But I agree that, um, yeah, the, the solution is just to get rid of the FDA, basically.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And open the market. What else, Martin? Anything um, else on your mind tonight? Um, no, I think that's it. Thanks for um, the call. I appreciate hearing from you. Let's talk to Nathan in Arizona. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Nathan. Hello? Nathan, what's on your mind tonight?
12: Hi. Um I I I haven't been to uh, my Catholic church in over 6 months and um I was actually going to schedule a little sit down with my priest because um I I, I like to uh, you know think things through and between Bible, politics and the church and um a lot of a lot of religious uh ideas are just fundamentally flawed. I was, uh, was going to talk to my priest and um, ask him a few questions. I was wondering any good questions that uh, you guys could you know, help me out with. Well, I'm not a
0: Catholic, but I'd like to know what your questions are. If you have some, you can share them with us here in moments, 800-259-9231. I'm not sure what you're trying to accomplish, and so I'd like to dig in a little further and find out. Issues with his church. If you've got input, uh, you're certainly welcome to chime in here or bring up whatever you want. This is Free Talk Live. Become a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 per month. You'll get perks and you'll help us free more minds worldwide. Visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show, and you can bring up whatever you want. Just dial toll-free 800-259-9231. That's the Sekel CAI toll-free line. But it's not the number you're going to need for the TotoSat giveaway later. I'm going to give you a different number for that. 800-259-9231. That allows you to call in and talk about whatever you want on the radio waves. And uh, also here, uh, don't forget to join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features, and they're all free. The Facebook page is free, of course, uh, facebook.freetalklive.com. You can go and become a fan. That's facebook.freetalklive.com. I've been taking a new vitamin. It's called Choose for Health's
1: Superfruit Complex. I take it every day. It's a uh, tasty, chewable vitamin, so you know that it uh you know fully digested includes fruits and berries that have tremendous health enhancing qualities and containing hundreds of naturally occurring vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and all kinds of good stuff for you if you want to try it out is all you have to do is uh dial 800 219 8874 that's 800 219 8874 they'll give you a free week all you have to do is pay for shipping and handling if you call 800 219 8874 it's choose for health.
0: As we continue with your phone calls, Nathan is in Arizona. Nathan, you said you haven't gone to your church, a Catholic church, in about six months. You had some issues. Uh, you wanted to talk to the priest. I, I still haven't quite dis- discerned why, what your issues are. That you'd asked us for questions, so I'm not sure how we could possibly uh, give you input on this, as we don't really know very much. Can you help uh, explain the situation a little more?
12: Yeah. Well, this um, this all started out because my mom kind of pawned me into. <laughs> talking with my priest, because she's a devout Catholic, and I've really uh, separated from um, believing in the Bible, because there's so many um, irrational, magical things in it, Um, and you still have, you know, there's a few Catholic priests out there that are saying, uh, you know, the Holocaust didn't exist, and it's not even just about um, my Catholic beliefs, which uh, basically don't exist anymore and i have almost became an atheist at this point because it just on and on this idea of religion isn't is not making sense to me and um i think there's a lot of people out there that would agree and uh so here i am i'm going to be talking to this uh this priest and um he's what a nice
0: you, guy what is your goal what, in this in this case i mean it, if you're moving away from the religion, are you attempting to save yourself or give them the opportunity to to save you? I, I guess I don't understand what your goal is. Yeah, and you know
12: what I it's it's kind of uh, up in the air for for me too. I guess I guess if I'm gonna say my goodbyes, I might have a conversation with uh with someone who cares about me sticking around and...
1: uh, (laughs) I would say that, um, uh, you know, whatever your reasons are for not being interested in being a Catholic anymore... Um, those are the reasons that, that, that you're most, uh, passionate about. Those are the reasons that I would, uh, you know, talk to them about it. You know, find them, figure them out, whatever they are, write, write a few of them yeah. down, the directions that, uh, the conversation might go, get, get a little practiced in that area. Because I can tell you some of the reasons why I don't believe, uh, the vast majority of the things in, that are written in the Bible are, in fact, historical facts or whatever. But, yeah. I, uh, you're not going to be um, passionate about those things necessarily. Um, so, I mean, you know, I can tell you. Well, ask your preacher why. Uh, you know, they, 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 they the, Jesus doesn't heal amputees anymore. Um, you know, he may not believe that Jesus does any healing right now. So, it, it really, you know, you, you've got to, you kind of, kind of know who you're talking to and what they're talking about. Have you seen the movie Dogma?
12: Um, uh, maybe a long time ago. But, Dogma
1: uh, takes quite a few shots at the at the Catholic Church, if um, so. I mean, maybe that'll give you some ideas.
0: I, all right. I I don't I don't know specifically. It, a point of information here: was this meeting set up by you or your mother?
12: Well, it will be set up by me. Um, uh, yeah, my my mom is uh, having a little bit of input on it. She's not going to be there, and she's not going to be over my shoulder per se. But she kind of set it up, and I'm fine with that. You know, uh, a nice discussion would be great whether and it's not just about the catholic church i've basically become at this point um the fun you know like i i can't believe in hell it just doesn't make sense to me the fact that you know um god wants to throw half of us in fiery pit for
0: eternity right god loves you god is all loving but uh if you cross (laughs) him then he'll you know burn you forever (laughs) yeah it's crazy so i don't know man it it sounds sounds to me like you just you almost want to go out with a flash like uh it it seems like a little bit like a a macho flash in a way like well i'm quitting this church but now i'm gonna go back and give him one more round of me you know just give him you know give him my best shot uh and i don't know if there's but
1: i can also see how his mom wants him to go and how old are you Uh, i'm i'm 19 okay do you live at home Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> okay. So um his mom, who pays the rent where he lives, wants him to go back and, and uh discuss these issues that he has with an educated man um in an area that, that she's passionate about likely and doesn't have uh the, the, the knowledge to be able to combat him
0: on every issue that so he brings up. Are you doing this to satisfy you or satisfy mom? Um
12: both. I mean, yes, my mom is like a huge part of it. but you So know, had I'm mom to... not
0: pressed you on this, would you have made the appointment?
12: No, no. But at the same time, I'm open to discussion. You know, maybe maybe I, I will get something out of this or maybe it'll be a, a farewell goodbye. Maybe you, you can know, maybe
1: t- when you set it up with the guy, um, the, the priest there, uh, yes. you tell him, hey, look, um, I don't know exactly why I'm coming in. My mom wants me to come in. She wants me to talk about this and blah, 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 and sort of set him up. <laughs> for the understanding of what kind of conversation he's going to have. I think it's uh it's it's sort of unfair. It's um like doing a, one of these blindside interviews you see on television and radio that people so love yeah. to see and you know I don't I don't think they're fair for people. Let the guy know, look, I don't believe in this Bible Jesus thing much anymore mm-hmm. and uh, you know my mom wants me to come in and I respect her and well heck she pays the rent. So I'm going yeah. to do that but yeah. You, you, I think you may not even want to way. meet with me, man.
0: Yeah, I think that's a that's a fair way to approach. it, And, and he will certainly he will he will meet with him. But uh, good luck out there, all right. And if you, if you right. if the conversation takes an interesting turn, feel free to share some of it with us. Thanks for the call Sounds tonight. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate yep. Thanks. It. 800-259-9231. five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's go to Todd in Michigan on the amp line. Hello, Todd.
13: Hey, Ian, Mark. How's it going, guys? Todd,
0: what's on your mind?
13: Well, I wanted to discuss something with you guys, but before I do, I just wanted to say, Ian, uh, good job with the discussion about uh, Cassidy and uh, the whole topless protest thing. I, I kudos to her. I, I congratulate her for doing that. I, yeah, she did. An, I, she
0: did a great job. She really stood up for herself effectively. She's a fairly well-spoken young lady. And uh, I couldn't have asked for a better person to, I I think, actually be engaging in that. I think it'll be even better when we have five to ten ladies doing a topless protest, but that's coming.
13: Yeah, um, and by the way, she's hot too, so Um, (laughs) – but that's not what I really uh, called in about. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about something that has been happening in the Boston Tea Party and something that you guys might be interested in hearing about. The
0: Boston Tea Party is a political party that was formed from some of the people that have decided the Libertarian Party is no longer the party of principle, no longer a party that is based on the uh, the, the principled idea that people should not be initiating force uh, to achieve political or social goals or supporting the initiation of force. And so a lot of the kind of hardcore Libertarian-types left the Libertarian Party. Uh, I was one of those who left the Libertarian Party last year, and but I did not join the Boston Tea Party, and some of them did, so that's what you're talking
1: about. i got a question, Todd, before you go on here. I know that uh, Democrats are members of the Democratic Party, and Republicans are members of the Republican Party, and Libertarians are members of the Libertarian Party. What are people called that are members of the Boston Tea Party?
13: Boston Tears.
1: Boston
0: Tears. <laughs> okay. All right, so what's going on, Todd?
13: Well, anyway, there's this interesting caucus that's been formed by one of the national committee members. He goes by the name of Neil Cannon Stevenson. Uh, He hosts a a show on Blog Talk Radio. It's called, um, this this caucus is called the Resource-Based Economy Caucus. And the interesting aspect of this caucus is that the idea is that it, um, it wants to replace government, just, just do away with government, by um, 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 entirely through the use of technology as a final goal. And I'm just quoting this loosely here. And he basically writes here. Um, Tell me and, and more in a moment. Says, Hang
0: on, Todd. Hang on. 800 259 I didn't know the Boston Tea Party was big enough to even have caucuses. More on the way here. 800-259-9231 plus a giveaway. Get your phones ready. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. And you can bring up whatever you want even in these remaining moments. We'll sneak your call in. And uh, we'll also give you a phone number for you to win a Toto Sack. As we talked about earlier tonight, we'll tell you a little more about that. Uh, so, 800 259 is our call-in number that is not the prize line. Wanted to tell you about uh, the... Great deals that
1: PreTalk Live has managed to secure with Midas Resources. Um, we're, we've got several different gold uh, and silver coins that we are offering at uh, reduced rates to our listeners. One of which is the British Sovereign Gold Ounce uh, gold coin, which is a quarter ounce. It's uh, two hundred and sixty-six bucks, and it's just below a quarter ounce of a uh, um, of a, a quarter ounce of, of gold. And I have bought several of these. I really like them. They're kind of like getting. Uh, bullion except they have a numismatic value so they're not uh, they're not tracked in any way they got that hundred year wow factor which uh, kind of impresses people Wow, that's a hundred year old gold coin pretty impressive nobody turns down a hundred year old gold coin for payment for anything so uh I think they're they're kind of a cool thing. They can be stored for easy access in an emergency and uh so all you have to do is go to gold.freetalklive.com. That's gold.freetalklive.com and order them today. I'd like to thank everybody who has gone there, the huge amount of reaction we've had up to this point. Um and you know, you can see the different offers that we have.
0: Yeah, and uh email us and let us know uh, email mark and let you know let him know at mark@freetalklive.com. When you get your order from uh, from Midas, and let us know how you're, you know, you, were you satisfied? Give us some you, feedback, would you, yeah, please? Did, did you get what you were looking for, what you were hoping to get? Uh, was it a good deal? I think that uh, some of the, the, the deals I've heard have been pretty good so far uh, on that. So gold gold.freetalklive.com? Yep, British Sovereigns for $266. bucks. right, and there's silver available there, too, so check that out. All right, let's go back to Todd in Michigan. You're back on Free Talk Live. Todd, you're talking about an obscure uh, a, a third-party po- political party called the Boston Tea Party formed from a bunch of... That's disaffected right. libertarians And you were saying there's a caucus that has been formed uh, Called the, what was it?
13: The Resource-Based Economy Caucus
0: Now, what is their goal?
13: Well, basically Their goal is um, To implement what they call A resource-based economy and this, will start, and this is an idea that goes To the Venus Project I don't know if you guys have ever seen Zeitgeist Addendum, which is a sequel to the Zeitgeist movie um, I know I've never seen that that, that sequel. I've, I've saw m- m- a good chunk of Zeitgeist, and at the end of the sequel, there is a some sort of um, a discussion on the Venus Project. It's sort of like an old idea um, by this this group of, of, of men of the social engineer named Jacques Fresco, and basically, he, he, basically, and let me read to you what uh, what Jacques Fresco wrote about the resource based economy. He writes here, and I quote. A resource-based economy is a system in which all goods and services are available without the use of money, credits, barter, or any other system of debts or servitude.
0: How is that supposed to work?
13: Right. Uh, All resources become the common heritage of all of the inhabitants, not just a select few. The premise upon which this system is based is that the earth is abundant with plentiful resources. Our practice of rationing resources through monetary methods is irrelevant and kind of productive to our survival. <laughs>
0: what, what is he saying there? I, I mean, it sounds like babble to me. What? How are you supposed to have an economy without what? a, a
13: – Right. He's advocating a form of communal communism. Um, without money, of course You know, this would be According to the, 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 the people In this caucus, if you will This would be voluntary I'm thinking if Come on, no
0: Todd, are we talking about anything no- significant here? Are we talking about three guys in a room somewhere? Yeah,
13: basically.
0: Well, and, it sounds
1: like the the belief that the agorists have, this is, the, it, you know, the, the idea. I don't think
0: they, the agorists are against the idea of a, a, a go-between, a well, uh, mo- th- th- money.
1: It, it, basically, a commodity, con- commodity-based commodity economy is a gold and silver-based um, value-backed uh, economy. I mean, you can use those things sort of
0: interchangeably because. That's not what Todd's talking about here. It's not? No, Todd, you're saying they're going to get rid me. of money.
13: No, no, um, I'm not advocating this. These guys are advocating. But that's this. what they're
0: saying. No, no money, no barter. What was the beginning part of that that uh, quote again? Can you read that again? Um, no barter a resource thing. resource based.
13: Yeah, a resource based economy is a system in which all goods and services are available without the use of money, credits, barter. Or oh, any man. other system of debt
1: or servitude. <laughs> I, <was> using, <laughs> I can't even, I even know what work? that means. Then my mistake. I yeah. have no idea what that guy's talking about. Yeah. I, I don't know. Basically,
13: um, what he's advocating here is a form of communal type of communism, sort of blending in with agrarianism.
1: Well, the the idea uh, that people that, will, you know, it's it's been shown again and again that if people can't achieve something through their work, that they will just simply not work. Um, they, they need to be able to get something for their labor and if they can't get something for their labor they will not labor
0: well and and plus in, the, what this ignores is what the, com- the consumers are demanding and people g- money came about because bartering or trading was so darn difficult i mean if you have uh, coconuts and you need chickens but the guy that uh, or uh, that the guy that uh, is selling the chickens or is trying to to trade his chickens doesn't want your coconuts then what do you do you, you're SOL, you know, you got to find somebody that wants the coconuts, it'll trade you with something else, it'll trade you with something right. else, you can finally trade those things with chickens. That's why money came about, so you could have right. a, uh, a consistent, uh, I'm not using well, the right term, money didn't really even
1: come about, people want gold and silver. That's what came about. Right. People need metal, they, whether it's iron. Um, I, the Spartans traded in iron. Um, whether you know bronze, copper, whatever. People need metals. They're universal, and so that's why they use those. Well, that's things why for they're trading.
0: valuable. That's why those monies. That's I mean, why metal well, is valuable. Well, please, it, go ahead, Todd.
13: Well, that's the thing. Uh, these people are advocating a form of anarcho communism, and this is probably the most idiotic thing. That I ever read about. It. And I've been trying to analyze those top down. And what they're trying to do is they're advocating a system that just couldn't possibly work. No. Even if you tried. Yeah, it's it's so utopian.
1: I mean, it's, it's so... Him, I mean, it's I, I'm so... for it, it him. utopian. I am for the idea that uh, technology too. will make the government irrelevant. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm all for that idea. However, what he's talking about, it, it, it doesn't have legs at all. I mean, you it's...
0: need a top-down government to force this down people's throats, because otherwise they're going to use their common uh, you know, go-between of, of, of silver and gold, and they're going to use it because it makes things darn convenient. Thank you, Todd, for that. I appreciate it. 800-259-9231. People wanted to use a medium. That was what I wanted. Medium of exchange. They wanted to use a consistent medium of exchange because exchange is darn difficult without such a thing. And it's it happened that gold and silver is a a darn good one for that particular purpose because they are valuable and they're you know, you can break them down and any kind kind of metal. So there's that. All right, we can continue with your calls. It, it's, it's just, it's so utopian to believe that anything like that uh, is possible. I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult enough to get the idea of a voluntary society out there, but to suggest that money be taken away, to suggest that barter be removed? What the hell are you are you talking about? Anyway, we'll continue here. I, I think this is Jeremy, but I'm not positive. Jeremy, is this you on the amp line? Hello? Somebody. I just picked up somebody's line. You're an unscreened call. Speak up, going once. If you are on the amp line, speak up, going twice. Let's go to the other amp line. Who's this? Hello. Hey, who's this? Uh, this is Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, what's on your mind tonight?
5: Hey, I was going to talk about my um, about working at a hospital and how drunks come in and all that, but I want to save that for next time. Okay. Uh, one quick thing I wanted to ask about was what your opinion, real quick, on the topless protest was.
0: Oh yeah, we discussed it in depth at the beginning of the show. You can grab the archives later at freetalklive.com, but considering I was there for the topless protest with my shirt off, uh it should be pretty obvious what my opinion was. I thought it was great. I thought it was fantastic. What was your opinion?
5: Well, my thing is we, we talk about, you know, private roads and you know, a lot of these the property rights to 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 the roads and the areas in front of these businesses, um
3: mm-hmm.
5: any street that you're going on a lot of these this property was seized illegally by the government. So the rightful owner is the business establishment. And I want to know, like, wouldn't it make sense to ask the business owner, hey, we're going to think about doing this topless protest on land that really should be yours. I mean, if we want to respect property rights... It's a great idea. It's a great idea. A lot uh, more claim than the government does. So well, it was it go was to a, Sunday. Go to a government billing and then rip off your shirt. I
0: Hell see where I see where you're, where you're coming protest. from, and I hope that you'll come here and and do that. Uh, encourage some ladies to do that. But the protest well, we did involved uh, involved walking down the street. So we we're walking in front of uh, front of several locations. It is uh, public property, and it was Sunday, so most of those places weren't even open. Couldn't have asked in the first place. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it.
1: Well, you know, I was thinking about the, uh, the the idea that we were talking about here: an economy without money. It would work if you had one of those Star Trek uh, replicator things. If you could just, you know, <laughs> yeah. zzz, there's an ice cream Sunday or sundae. We a, could get you know, there. There's a laser gun or whatever. You'd still have to give some give something to the guy who repairs replicators. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'm it, in the absence of money, um, and uh, you know, these things being able to be produced like that. Well. You know, sex maybe.
0: Totasack.com, T-O-T-A-S-A-K. We told you about it. it makes you it makes it a lot easier to carry a bunch of bags and stuff around uh, with with you. Well, we'll tell you more about it as time goes on. But we want to give you a fam. It's a family pack, Mark.
1: No, it's a it's a two pack.
0: Two pack. Dial 1105 five eleven zero five. First caller gets it. 603-435-1105.
8: Must be in the U.S. Must be in the United States. We'll see you tomorrow night. Freetalkalive.com.